Hey guys, just a friendly reminder that my Patreon is now available for subscription. This Patreon has three tiers to it. Level one, which I call the angel tier, which is $5 a month. And with this tier, you'll be invited to post on our monthly prayer wall, where you'll have like-minded individuals praying for your prayers every month, including me. Tier two is the Daughters of Zion tier. This tier not only includes the monthly prayer wall, but it also includes the monthly wellness packet. This packet will help you dive deeper in your faith with helpful study tools. These study tools will include a specific area of growth each individual month. This packet will also include healthy recipes as well as trendy fashion advice and outfit picks for that month. Now tier three is what I call the Archangel tier. Now if you really just want to help financially bless this podcast and ministry, then this might be the tier for you. It includes everything from tier one and tier two. But this is really just if you want to give a little something extra. The word tells us in 1 Timothy 5.18 that a laborer is worthy of his wages. As much as I love doing these podcasts, there's a lot of work, time, effort, and money that goes into creating each individual podcast. So if you want to support the ministry, please feel free to head over to the Patreon and join our community. And just a reminder, this is not a form of tithe. You should not be tithing to any podcast platform. Tithe to your church. This is just a ministry that you want to donate to. Thank you so much again. I really appreciate the love and support. So without further ado, let's get into today's episode. Hey, hey everyone, and welcome to another episode of Fierce and Free. I'm your host, Noah, and in today's episode, we're going to be talking about Rahab and how God can still use you no matter what your past or present situation is. So without further ado, let's get started. Okay, so I first need to start off by apologizing that I did not upload last week. Better listen. I need to tell you something. No, 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 listen, listen. I need to tell you something. <laughs> Have you guys seen that TikTok? <laughs> I need to tell you something. I need to tell you something. All right, I'm going to find it and put in a clip because now I just sound stupid if you haven't heard it. Let me tell you something. Let me tell you something. But I need to tell you guys that I had technical difficulties last week when recording these episodes. Um, I actually ended up recording the episodes and I record a few at a time. So I recorded this one and a few others and my microphone did not pick up any of it. So I have to re-record. This is what this session is. I'm re-recording what I already recorded. But, you know, I I had like a miniature mental breakdown, but it's okay because you know what? Everything happens for a reason. I realized that there was so much more that I could add on to each of these characters. So I ended up just writing more and now I'm re-recording. And you know what? It was a blessing in disguise. Thanks to God. And he kind of, you know, helped me get through it and like, it's okay. Just re-record it. So thankfully I have the time to do that. So that's what today is. Um, If you don't follow me on my social, on my socials, make sure to do that at uh, fierce and free the podcast instagram account or don't you know what instagram account i do let you guys know ahead of time what episodes i will be releasing as well as if there's any delay with each episode so make sure to go follow me on there so that you can also join the community of other christian believers out there okay so without further ado let's get started so if you've ever carried a label with you 
because of something that you did in your past or if you live with the shame of things that you've done that you're not proud of, if you've had people talk about you and label you names, if you were that girl in high school who was obnoxious or you were the one who got around and you carry that shame today, then you can relate to Rahab because every time Rahab was talked about in the Bible, she's called a harlot, which means a prostitute. Now, this didn't happen overnight, okay? At five years old, Rahab did not hope one day to be a prostitute. We live in a fallen world, and bad things happen to good people constantly. Now, the Bible doesn't continuously repeat Rahab the prostitute or Rahab the harlot to condemn her, but this is this is said to show you that no matter what the world has called you or labeled you, God can still change you. He can not only change your heart, but he can change your name. Now, you're going to see in today's episode how God used Rahab throughout this teaching and how he can still use you. All right, and if you haven't noticed, I'm actually going in order. So yeah, we, you know, we went Eve, Sarah, Rahab. Next, we're going to be doing Uh, I can't tell you. I'll tell you at the end of the episode because I want you to be surprised. Okay, so we're going to start Joshua 1, 1 through 6. After the death of Moses, the servant of the Lord, the Lord said to Joshua, the son of Nun, Moses' aide. Okay, Joshua is like the right hand to Moses. Okay, we just need to remember that. Moses, my servant is dead. This is what the Lord's telling Joshua. Moses, my servant is dead. Now then, You and all these people get ready to cross the Jordan River into the land I'm about to give to them, to the Israelites. I will give you every place where you set your foot, as I promised to Moses. Your territory will extend from the desert to Lebanon and from the great river, the Euphrates, and all the Hittite country to the Mediterranean Sea in the west. No one will be able to stand against you all the days of your life. As I was with Moses, I will be with you. I will never leave you nor forsake you. Be strong and courageous because you will lead these people to inherit the land I swore to their ancestors to give them. All right, now let's jump to verse 2-1. Then Joshua, son of Nun, secretly sent two spies from Shasim. Go look over the land, he said, especially Jericho. So they went and entered the house of a prostitute named Rahab and stayed there. All right, now let's stop. God led these men to Rahab's house because the Lord knew Rahab's heart and that she would be instrumental in the victory over Jericho. Now, here's the thing. God can use anyone and everyone who has a willing heart to be instrumental in his plans he has, right? It doesn't matter what your past or present looks like or how how insignificant you may feel. God will still use you if you have a willing heart and if you are a willing vessel for God, right? And Rahab is a perfect example. Rahab did not allow her past to stop her future with God. Now, no matter what your situation is, God can restore you and redirect your life to serve him. Now, a lot of people may think, why Rahab? Why would Rahab be interested in God, right? She was a Canaanite, first of all, and a prostitute at that, right? Why was Rahab willing to risk her life, risk her family by hiding these men in her home because of the God that she had only heard of the extraordinary powers of, right? That's the question. Here's the thing, though. Talk was going around the town, okay? Talk was going around Jericho. All these Canaanites were hearing about this powerful God that split the Red Sea in half and saved the Israelites from the Egyptians, right? So Rahab's literally just going by faith and not by sight. She's just heard of the the miracles of God. She hasn't even seen them with her own eyes. She's just heard of them, and she's like, 
okay, this God must be legit because he's doing miracles and I haven't seen that from our gods here. So yeah. So just that talk around the town had planted a seed of intrigue, which was a seed that was big enough for God to work in her heart, right? She had faith in something that she couldn't see, faith in something she had only heard of. Let's read on. Verse 2, 2. The king of Jericho was told, Look, some of the Israelites have come here tonight to spy out the land. So the king of Jericho sent this message to Rahab. Bring out the men who came to you and entered your house, because they have come to spy out the whole land. But the woman had taken the two men and hidden them. She said, Yes, the men came to me, but I did not know where they had come from. At dusk, when it was time to close the city gate, they left. I don't know which way they went. Go, go after them quickly. You may catch up to them. But she had taken them up to the rooftop and hidden them under the stalks of flax she had laid out on the floor. Okay. So the men set out in pursuit of the spies on the road that leads to the fords of the Jordan. And as soon as the pursuers had gone out, the gate was shut. Okay, so recap. At this point, soldiers had come to Rahab's house asking for the spies and she denied that they were in her home. And this is where it's always a toss up with um, with theologists and uh, Christian professors, right? People who study the Bible. This is always a toss up because, you know, in the Bible, it's very clear thou shalt not lie. Right. And Rahab just lied to these soldiers and she's and to the Jericho soldiers. And she was like, I don't know where they're at, but she actually hid them upstairs in her in her attic. Right. So, yes. The Bible clearly states that lying is a sin. However, Rahab is commended for her faith in God where her lie is never mentioned, right? Rahab did break one principle, which was telling the truth, but it was to uphold another, which is to protect God's people. Now, I'm sure that there could have been another way to save the Israelite spies, but under the pressure of that moment, Rahab had to make a choice and you know, I think we can all relate to Rahab because our judgment may not always be perfect 24-7, but the good news is that we have, you know, a God that offers us grace when we repent for our sins. He just asks that we put our trust in him and that we do the best that we can with the information that we've been given through the Bible. And Rahab trusted in God and did the best with the information that she had. All right, verse 2-8. Before the spies lay down for the night, she went up to the roof and said to them, I know that the Lord has given you this land and that a great fear of you has fallen on us so that all who live in this country are melting in fear because of you. We have heard how the Lord dried up the water of the Red Sea for you when you came out of Egypt and what you did for Sahan and Og, the two kings of the Amorites east of the Jordan whom you completely destroyed. When we heard of it, our hearts melted in fear and in everyone's courage failed because of you. For the Lord your God is God in heaven above and earth below. Now then, please swear to me by the Lord that you will show kindness to my family because I have shown kindness to you. Give me a sure sign that you will spare the lives of my father and mother, my brothers and sisters, and all who belong to them, and that you will save us from death. Our lives for your lives, the men assured her. If you do not tell what we're doing, we will treat you kindly and faithfully when the Lord gives us this land. So she let them down by a rope through the window, for the house she lived in was part of the city wall. She said to them, Go to the hills so the pursuers will not find you. Hide yourselves there for three days until they return, and then go on your way. Now the men had said to her, This oath you made us swear will not be binding on us, unless when we enter the land, 
you have tied this scarlet cord in the window through which you've let us down. And unless you've brought your father and mother, your brothers and your family into your house, if any of them go outside your house into the street, their blood will be on their own heads. We will not be responsible. As for those who are in the house with you, their blood will be on our head if a hand is laid on them. But if you tell what we're doing, we will be released from your oath you made us swear. Agreed, she replied. Let it be as you say. So she sent them on their way and they departed and she tied the scarlet cord in the window. So just to recap, if you did not understand that, Rahab made a deal with the two spies. She said, hey, listen, since I helped you guys out and I hid you from the soldiers, do me a favor. And when you invade Jericho and destroy our city, please do not hurt me or my family. And so the two men said, sure, we won't do that because you helped us. So to ensure that we don't mistakenly, you know, uh, destroy you and your household, put this scarlet cord through the window that you let us down and we'll ensure your safety. But if any one of your family members or you walks outside, we cannot ensure their safety. So just make sure to stay in the home. And so she agreed and she sent them on their way. Now, if you grew up in Sunday school or watched Veggie Tales, then you know the rest of the story. Joshua fought the battle of Jericho, Jericho, Jericho. Joshua fought the battle of Jericho, and the walls came tumbling down. Joshua and the priests who carried the Ark of the Covenant and the rest of the army marched around the walls for six days, and on the seventh day marched around the city seven times. Then the priests blew their trumpets, and the walls came tumbling down. The Israelite army infiltrated and killed every living thing in Jericho except for Rahab and her family in her home. Now, Rahab's story doesn't start here. Not only was Rahab and her family protected from this destruction of Jericho, but she later on was integrated into the physical family of Israel and she became the wife of Salmon, one of the leaders of Israel who supported Moses when they left Egypt. So the woman who had been called a harlot, a prostitute, had become a godly wife and mother in Israel. She and her husband became the parents of a boy named Boaz. And that boy would one day marry a widow by the name of Ruth, who we will be talking about in a few short weeks. The woman who had been called a harlot became a godly wife and mother in Israel. And I don't know if you guys know this, but from the line of Rahab came Jesus the Messiah. And so if you ask yourself, how could God use me? I'm unclean. I have baggage. I'm so ashamed of my past and even my present. How could God, the almighty creator of heaven and earth, use a sinner like me? You need to remind yourself of who our almighty creator uses over and over in the Bible. Murderers, adulterers, liars, drunks, and prostitutes. It is not too late for you or your loved one because our God qualifies the unqualified. Rahab is not remembered for her sin. She's remembered for the transformation that God did in her because she was a willing vessel wanting to be used by God. The word harlot was repeated many times, not to condemn her, but to remind us of the transformation that God can do in your life if you come to him by faith. Before we go, I just want to add this video. Um, I was watching this this young lady talk about um, how she came back to Christ and it was beautiful. And I really think that 
I really think that you can take something away from this. So uh, go ahead and take a listen to this clip. Tell me about your encounter with God when you say that. So I was going to the airport and I brought my Bible and I'm reading it on the airplane. And I'm reading Revelation chapter two, verse 20 through 23. And it says, I have this thing against you. You tolerate that woman named Jezebel. She leads my people into sexual immorality. I've given her time to repent. And if she doesn't repent, I'll cast her and her children into a sickbed and all who commit, commit immorality with her into a sickbed. And I started crying and I said, God, I'm so sorry. I didn't know that this is what I've been doing. I, I've been not only harming myself, but others and your heart. Mm -hmm. And I repented and I felt God say, this isn't the life that I have for you. The life that I have for you will overflow with so much love, peace, and joy. And if you would quit the porn industry today, I would bless your life like no man ever could. So you're crying on the plane. Yeah. And you're having this moment mm -hmm. and recognizing that the scripture is speaking directly to you Absolutely. in the moment that you're going through. Mm -hmm. But how does one just leave the porn industry? You know, now you've got a reputation and mm -hmm. people know about this and you've had drug addictions. Mm -hmm. What what do you say? Like what what is the first step that you take? It was a step of faith. I I did the scene that day, collected my last paycheck, and I said, I told everybody on set, you guys will never see me again. This is the, I'm quitting the porn industry today. This young lady left the porn industry and was born again in Christ. She has dedicated her life to helping other people to get out of the porn industry because that is God's calling on her life. She is now a pastor and she's married to a pastor, which is very beautiful. So I think that's just such an amazing example um, to show you guys that our God can do miracles. He can use anyone. It doesn't matter what your past looks like. It just matters if you're willing to allow God into your life and to use you. 2 Corinthians 5.17 Therefore, if anyone is in Christ, he is a new creation. The old has passed away. Behold, the new has come. Let's pray. Heavenly Father, God, please first and foremost cleanse us of our sins and unrighteousness. Lord, I just ask that whoever's listening to this today fills your presence, Lord God. Fill their rooms with your Holy Spirit, O oh Lord. God, the names that we've been called, the names that we've been labeled, Lord, I pray and I ask that you break off these chains of shame in the name of Jesus. Help us to move forward with our new name in you, Lord. Redeemed, chosen, loved. We're not bound to the filth and mistakes that we've made, Lord. The old has passed away and the new has come, God. We're fearfully and wonderfully made by the King of Kings and Lord of Lords. We are sons and daughters of the utmost high and I pray that you make us new change us and use us for your honor and your glory in the name of Jesus. Thank you, Lord. Amen. All right, everyone. Well, I really hope that you enjoyed today's episode. As always, please remember to hit that like, subscribe, and share with a friend if you enjoyed. Also, please make sure to check out my Patreon if you feel called to do so. But until next time, please remember that you are fierce and free because of our Lord and Savior, Jesus Christ. All right, everyone. Have a good week. Bye. Ay, 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 you guys, your girl is a mess. I'm in the middle of editing and I just realized I didn't even tell you who we're going to be talking about next week. We're going to be talking about our fierce and free warrior, Deborah. So make sure to tune in next week. Okay, goodbye for real this time.